0: When I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnety.ca and you should too
1: Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast this is the Core Geek talking at you Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right, head on over to seanmcginnety.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page You'll be taken to the Sean Geek podcast store on TeePublic, where you can find the Sean Geek podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmaginity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode.
0: Welcome to the Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast with your hosts. Uh, with your hosts. Uh, Host. Sean Geek. And- hostess. Hostess tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fred Fingers. <laughs> There's a lot of ethers in there. A lot of F's. I think Sylvester would have a good time on this podcast. Yes. Fred <laughs> Sakitash.
1: So how you doing, bro? Ah, uh, all in all, not bad, I guess.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yourself? Yeah. Uh, all right, I guess this whole pandemic crap.
1: Yeah, they've uh, they've increased the restrictions again because the numbers going up. So.
0: Yep, but my wife has her shot, her first Pfizer shot, and I am getting mine on Saturday. Good. We're almost there. Yeah, that's um
1: that's a step in the right direction. The talk more, to more people who get vaccinated, the better, and
0: hopefully this will um fade out into the sunset at some point. Sounds like some people are getting their second shot. They already have their second second shot scheduled. Oh good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. At the uh, AstraZeneca. Sweet. You don't have yeah, that's that's when that, I had. That's when you had. Yeah. you don't have an appointment yet for the second one? Or they're not letting no, me that know yet? They
1: said they would let me know because uh, I guess I'm on file now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could always call the pharmacy at work and see, um, you know, if it's st- stupid slow and no one's going or, you know, if uh, when when would be the expected date?
0: I could always ask. doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. Your second shot is supposed to be easy like minimal side effects on the second shot it's all on the first shot that you have the side effects apparently so yeah i i I heard the opposite well i heard the opposite for the one i'm getting for the pfizer oh okay these are the second ones hell
1: okay i heard the same thing but i I don't know maybe it was maybe it wasn't the uh the AstraZeneca. maybe it was like you had side effects on your first shot yeah well mine were were pretty much apparent um that night I mean, I had the shot, I was good, didn't even hurt. Like the shot was like, like, wow, if, if, if I could always get, you know, blood drawn or shot or something with, with that minimal, barely, barely felt the thing. So it was just later that evening, it was starting to get sore because of course they go right in the muscle. Right. So it doesn't matter what they do. It's gonna, it's gonna, you know, get sore. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, I, I had, uh, no fever, but I was I don't know. I was kind of tossing and turning most of the night, but, um, yeah, the next day I just kind of felt kind of de detached, I guess would be the, the term
0: just kind of in a fog, like in a brain fog. <laughs> so it wasn't the, uh, the COVID fog of what the hell is happening with the world now? It was more,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more of uh you know, like when you kind of get, when you have the flu or something and you're, you're, your brain's kind of almost disconnected to. You just kind of feel blah. Yep, that's yep, that's what it was. The next day I was just kind of blah. And then, um, yeah. Then after that it was fine. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with the second one, but that's as far as I know it won't be for a little while. Yep.
0: So, <clears throat> so Sylvie's off work. Mm-hmm. Means uh, I canceled the podcast for this week, but now it's back on because well, she's not working and she's looking after the kids now while we record Right. Um, Tony Stark the host of Creative Conundrums and Azeroth A History mm-hmm. uh, was asking if I would be available for testing because mm-hmm. Test, uh, we're tomorrow so this will be well this podcast will be out by the time the live session happens but we're doing a live Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch uh, tomorrow, which would be May 12th. <clears throat> it's going to be an in-live in – uh, in li- it'll be a live session. Doc is going to GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have character names. Sweet. Uh,
1: what the hell was mine? Yeah. I was asked originally, but it was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm more of the – like even the game we were playing um, – of, of decay what was it called death of it decay or was it state of decay? sorry yeah, state of decay like those video games you know you're playing in real time that's that's my big thing dice I don't know i just it's it's like it's like book learning versus hands on learning for me so it's uh, where you know hands on learning would be kind of like your college thing where you you grab a tool and you do what you got to do. If I'm playing guitar, it's like I'm physically doing something, or if I'm working on a guitar, or if I'm working on, uh, you know, the house or, or something physical, um, which is kind of different for me than rolling the dice, which is equivalent to me to reading. <laughs> it's uh, reading's okay, but I'm just that's not my
0: my thing. Yes, and say. this is more like listening to somebody tell read a story to you in a way, and then you're telling your part of the story when your part comes up. So I was just looking up. I already forgot what my name was. So all all right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. All the names were generated by, um, generated by the GM Mm -hmm. master, or sometimes called the DM, a dungeon master. Right. Um. I know some people think a GM is the person that is the general manager in a hockey club or a football club, but no, that's not truth. That is not the truth. The truth is a that's a game master. GM is a game master. <laughs> yes. It's the real use of the word GM in my in my opinion, anyway. But okay. heard. So <clears throat> you want to hear the names of the game you're playing? Can you do that? Is that allowed? Well, yes, yeah, it will all be released, right? Already by now. So so oh true, yeah. So uh, Tony, Tony Stark is mm-hmm. uh, also known as Senpai from Creative uh, Conundrums. Yep. Uh, they will be playing Dr. Doc crop Dusticus. that's the character name yeah crop duster (laughs) well i think they're all all the characters in the game are all based on docs farting noises or split personality that have (laughs) uh he does he does uh are you uh, gastrocnemius the third or he does tiktok videos i think it's on tiktok where he. yeah uh, yeah i've seen his shorts pretty uh, so obviously that's what that is um, the other one is the Reverend Riverend. That's one of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, He's called the DM of Chaos, Doc himself. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have someone who's just named Bob. Bob. <laughs> <Best laughs> yeah, hey, there's got to be a Bob somewhere. Best game ever. Yeah, that's the best. Um, and I am. Oh, I totally missed myself here. And I am Lego. Lego the Lass. To female, female uh, us, or uh, is that just is, a, the name? I think I'm going to be a guy that dresses up as a woman. I think that might be kind of fun. Okay. I don't know. I haven't haven't quite decided yet. I haven't seen my character sheet yet, so I don't know what what is I a, do. Does a picture accompany your your handle, or is it just on paper? No, it's just on paper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just we had to give our own avatar picture, so I gave a picture of me and baby Luna. Ah. okay. Yeah. When Luna was... We took her home that first day. Yeah. So, that's tomorrow. So, that'll be the first time I've gamed. I can't remember the last time... When the last time was, but I ran... I've been running an online game, and that was... I, I just couldn't do it anymore. No. Online is just... It's not fun. No. Well, it's, it's easier a-
1: when you have people... Yeah. coming to your home and you can interact in real time. Yep. Instead of having to organize people to get together, to get to that point.
0: I mean, it's like, a, it's like a, it's on discord. Like that's how people talk to each other, but, and it's just like what we're doing now, we can see each other, we can talk to each other. Like, cause everything's fine, but it's, it's not the same thing. It's like Shane said when Shane was on the show, like, you know, if there's a moment where he needs to strike fear and everybody's just going to stand up at the table and pound the table or something and say something, right? Like, right. <clears throat> Sorry, spicy food. <laughs> Still sweating. So yeah, so that's that. So uh we decided to go to the uh content board on our to-do list and mm-hmm. you picked a topic, which I don't know if you noticed, but I moved it to the top of the of our chart of topics to talk about because we have a chart of topics. Chart of topics. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm just it's going. In our in our to do list that used yep. to be called, what was it called before?
0: The Microsoft one bought them out. ZA uh, something ZA uh, no, oh. I forgot. And we some, used to promote the shit out of them on this on the podcast. It was a list of some sort. Yeah, it was a great list. Yeah. So now we're using to do, which isn't all that great. I looked at like three or four other programs, and they're all kind of exactly the same. Right. But so. <clears throat> Uh, also, it's funny that you picked this topic because I was also listening to the podcast, the new podcast that I've been listening to. It's not new, but um, and they're called Rage Rage. They're out of Scotland. Mm-hmm. A couple of blokes, a couple of buddies, and um, what they do is they kind of talk about stuff like us. They just bring a topic in, talk about it. Do they know anything about it? Maybe a little bit, maybe not. But they're just, it's just having a conversation about a topic. Yeah literally identical to us except their accents sound better than ours (laughs) (laughs) way better way better better.
1: but but it's kind of uh if you can well there's some mind you it's not as thick as say uh connelly robin williams
0: yeah the robin williams golf skit skit. (laughs) look in the golfer hole (laughs) look look so i i i i've been chatting with them uh the last couple of days Oh, you've actually chatted with them. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, cool. I've been chatting back and forth with them and, um, guys, we like the show. It's great, but they had an episode that popped up that I listened to. And then the day I listened to it, you, this guy, you decided, let's go with this topic today, which almost mirrors their topic as well. Oh, so, well, I
1: haven't, I haven't heard their version, but mm you can always take a listen to it. Uh, later and see if uh,
0: if it's similar or not. Yeah, I'm actually just trying to grab it. read, read podcast on Audible. Where? Oh, they're on Audible. Are we on Audible? No the Podcast is on Audible. Oh, it's an Amazon company. Oh, okay. So the first episode of theirs that I listened to was called Living to 100, and it was, with the way things are changing, are you able to, we can probably lift 100 or better, and, right. and do you want to, and, and it was a very, very interesting uh, episode, but the one, and I listened to another one today, which I haven't quite finished yet, which is all about polyamory, featuring Natalie w- Warner, Wayner, Warner. So, you know what polyamory is? Is that like polyamorous? Yes. Okay, then, yeah. <laughs> you could love love more than one person, I guess would be the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's interesting because these two guys are, I don't know, they're almost identical to us in a lot of ways. It um, seem like pretty good dudes. I think we're pretty good dudes, you and I. Um, I don't... I think we might almost be boring in some respects. And I, yeah. and I say that in a good way, <clears throat> like we're not running the streets and shooting up in alleyways and we're not committing crimes and breaking right. into Cre- banks and stuff, creating our own content. <laughs> yeah. So these guys are pretty much the same as us. So it was interesting when they had the, the, the lady that wrote a book on polyamory and they're asking her questions. And it, it was kind of funny because you could sense a sense of awkwardness. Oh yeah.
1: Anything like that. If you talk to the right people, they're, they're super, super awkward. Anything like anything regarding, especially sex and anything related to it. And if it's a taboo subject, people just kind of, you know, step back, just kind of crawl back and, and, you know, get kind of um, quiet, I guess would be (laughs)
0: because they're they're either
1: embarrassed to talk about it or, you know, Yeah. And I can imagine, you know, talking to someone who wrote that book uh, and that person is probably, you know what, everything I'm talking about is all a matter of fact. It's, you know, whether you you start talking about something and you just kind of shy away and you don't really want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. We'll just talk about it. Just like if it's we're talking about a recipe for, you know, making a pizza or something like it's just matter of fact, this is the way it is. And and that's it. There's no.
0: Then you take the penis and put it between your hands.
1: (laughs) That was uh Dr. Ruth, Dr. And Ruth the, yep. Who was the other one? The one that we had. Uh Dr. Joyce Brothers. No, 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 no. The little old lady. What was her oh, name? That was Dr. Ruth. No, no, US was Dr. Ruth, but I thought we had a different one in Canada.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, what was her name?
1: She had like curly hair, yeah, gray yeah. with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, geez, I can't remember. She, her name. God, I think she ran that that sex show for yeah, Sunday Night Sex Show, I think it was called. Sunday yeah. Night Sex Show, yeah, yeah. Well, right, hey, if anyone of you, if any of you are listening, we're too we're too lazy to Google this shit. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what it is? Yeah, <clears throat> let us know what it is. But um, uh, wow, I guess I've listened to five episodes. And if you've so, written a book on polyamory, then
1: uh, yeah, let us know that too. Yeah, we'll interview you. Yeah,
0: but it's interesting. I think we might just have to rip off every single one of their episodes. <laughs> 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 okay, just like oh is... yeah oh that's a good one to talk about oh, oh 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 that's a good one to talk about here's the Canadian version of <laughs> but uh, topic. interestingly enough so so the topic that you brought up for today's episode which is happened to be the topic that Rage Rage covered in their episode on the day I was listening to it okay they recorded back in April oh April seventeenth twenty twenty one um it was a month ago wow yeah so okay. it was was uni the wrong choice. And I didn't know what they meant. I just, oh, I'll download it. It's got a funny title. I'll just download it. But in, in Scotland, and that's a horrible accent. Uh, they call university. They call it uni. University. Uni. Yeah, uni. Okay. They have their, so yeah. It ties into what you brought up. So what was the topic you brought up? Well, I had brought up, you know,
1: book learning versus hands-on learning, I yep. guess would be the,
0: the title yeah yeah what's better what's worse
1: well it uh it it depends and and i don't think it's you know say someone's growing up you know i want to be like i wanted to be a dentist when i grew up right but what? i knew i didn't have dentist really you didn't know this
0: <laughs> dude when we were kids all i all i saw you do was pick up a guitar and i'd go oh that's it <laughs> no I wanted to be a dentist and Dr.
1: Horseman was our dentist and I mm-hmm. think I had mentioned it to him and he says oh yeah you have to have a lot of schooling stuff and and you know as, as time goes on I mean you and, and people learn differently and I'm the type of person who's more of a hands-on um, I mean even with music like if I'm reading music or tab or whatever like my eyes just kind of go all over the place. I lose a concentration, and then I just end up noodling, and then I don't end up learning what I wanted to learn. So, uh, I'm better off just listening to it, trying to figure out in my head, and then do it. Uh, for some reason, when you're when you when I'm reading, it's almost like the the words just kind of swim around after a while. Yep. And I'm just reading, and I've gone through two pages, and I haven't retained at all. There's just been words just going through my brain, but I haven't put them all together to make to make sense of what they're trying to say. And I think there's probably a lot of other people like that too. I mean, I graduated, um, but you know what? I'm I would have had a lot easier time if I would have been more of a um uh, I guess a, a I don't know what I call it a book person or whatnot. So for someone who who reads books, uh, for a pastime, that wasn't my thing. The only book I would read would be like you know, a guitar magazine or something, if it was like something super interesting. But I, but I did notice after I graduated, I actually went to uh, Red River Community College for more courses, but I had taken some computer courses. Now, learning after high school for me, I think, was a lot easier Okay. Uh, just because when you' when you're growing up, and especially a guy and, you know and you're, 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 you're going through changes and hormones and, and everything else and you know what the concentration is, is probably the last thing on your mind uh, <laughs> when you're studying everything you know you just kind of wander around in your brain. So I don't know for, for me, it, it's not so much what is better. I think it's what's better for the person. So I I found out not that much later on that, you know what, I'm not going to be a dentist. There's just way too much to have to learn, study, and retain and, and everything else. Uh, but if I did something, you know, physically, if I, if I learned something while I was doing it, uh, I would retain it way better. Way better. So what so do you mean? Well, if I'm, say if I'm working or if you're a mechanic or if you're working on uh, if I'm working on guitars or, or whatever, like if I'm physically doing it, I mean, I can read about it and more, more times often than not, if I want to learn something, I'll go to YouTube because now what they're doing is they're showing you how, to, you do it, how to do it as opposed to telling you how to do it. Yeah. Like I could take a, a manual for, for the firebird and go, uh, Okay. I got to take this apart, that apart, this over here, that there, look at it, stare at it and go, okay. And then it's like, okay, you know what? I'll watch a YouTube video and look at it. Oh, Oh, here, 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 here. Okay. I I got it like right away. Yeah. It's not something you have to look and go, okay, well, a diagram and uh, a is this bolt and no, you know what? No, just show me (laughs) once and I'll do it. Uh, And I think same and, and same with, it was same with guitar. Like if someone showed me something, I could kind of noodle it and and get it, you know, fairly, fairly quickly. But if you're, you know, you're showing tab and stuff and you get the numbers and then you get the string number and then you have to look and you have to see where you're at. And it just, uh, it just takes so much, so much longer. And the longer it takes uh, just the retention just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't stick around as as long, but that's, that's my, that's my way of uh, learning.
0: At least it's a little easier for me anyway. So, what about like an IKEA instruction booklet? Like, what's that like for you? Uh, that's all visuals, no words.
1: They're, I mean, they're yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, matching shapes is, is, you know, pretty basic. So, uh, yeah, I like that's kind of a step that's kind of a step down from reading. Well, Start with it, the shapes, but
0: well, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I know it's not a learning tool going through an Nike instruction book, but if you think about it, they do an instruction book with no words. I mean, there's some words in there like security or whatever, like, you know, just a few, just a few words like for, cause you have to have words in there, but by having pictures, it saves them money because they don't have to print one in every language.
1: Well, oh, I think they do, but they just show the pictures in
0: all the different languages. Same picture, yeah, but just it, different. It, yeah, it's it's much easier. Top on it. Yeah, they don't have to write a whole bunch on there. That that's smart. Like I've actually uh, every job I've ever worked for. What's up, Abigail? She taped her mouth closed with scotch tape. Oh. Hmm. She thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long I, as she can breathe, she's okay. Yeah. Well, it's nice and quiet, which is kind of nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, I, I've written instruction manuals everywhere I've worked. I'll go in, and and I, I know how to do. I don't. I know how to do the job, but I don't know how to do the job that that the way the company wants the job done. If you know what I mean. Like, I have a surface understanding of my job and how to do it. Right. Every company has their own little nooks and crannies on on how they do something or their operating system that they're using or whatever but every job and this and this is really weird and and maybe like this is going to tie into this topic i think is that no one had proper instruction manuals oh we'll we'll just get you to sit with so-and-so and and they'll show you how to do it right which is fine Mm -hmm. but not everyone's an educator like you can go to like I don't know, like you go to a bunch of YouTube videos and you there's a bunch of them that suck, and then there's some that are good. I mean, everyone has their strengths, right? Like some people are good at look, like, I know how to make this interesting. Right. Okay, what are you girls doing?
1: Oh, they all have tape on their mouths now.
0: <laughs> well, I guess you can't say
1: hi to Uncle Todd, huh? It's like an episode of uh... oh, you just broke your tape. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's like that episode of Twilight Zone, you know, when they had no mouse. Oh, no mouse, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, hey, don't play with my mouse. Sorry.
1: You're gonna, you're gonna click on something.
0: Why are you call it a mouse? It's called a mouse. Oh, it's a mouse. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mouse, cause a mouse, the mouse
0: out. That's a, that's a nice looking mouse you got there. It's nice, eh? Yeah. So my am I, am I wireless, I keep in my writing bag. I always keep it there and I only use it when I'm writing usually. But anyway, so what, what I was saying was uh, it, it's weird that every job I've ever had to go to, no one had instruction manuals on how to do stuff. And the ones that did, it was like a technical manual. So it's just words. And after a while, you're like, I don't know. Like yeah, exactly. Unless you're reading along and doing it at the same time, it means nothing.
1: Yeah, the retention is like, I've got nothing to relate it to. If you have something to relate it to, big difference.
0: Yeah. But it's just words though. Like I think what you're saying, like when you're reading a a textbook, you're not really retaining anything, but if you're watching a YouTube video, they're showing you how it works as opposed to, you know, if you're walking, watching a documentary on uh, making a guitar and you're seeing them make the guitar, you're retaining it. But if they're telling you, well, the process for making a guitar is first you take the wood and then you, polish it and then you cut it and then you put divots in it and like you, you see you're already falling asleep <laughs> this is the way i was describing it right <laughs> so but for for mine i did my instruction manuals with lots of pictures so i literally would show a picture of the screen that you're going into mm-hmm. or the process if it was a physical process not like an on-screen thing and i would like take a picture it's a picture of a lathe or whatever and this is what the lathe looks like turn you need to turn the uh turn the button or turn the dial. And then I would show a picture of the dial and I would do a little Mm -hmm. graphic with a, with um, arrow, like a curved arrow to show, turn it this way. And then I would take the uh, picture of the next step, hit the, hit the button to turn it on. And then, you know, it would be a picture of the button with an arrow pointing towards the button to push it in. Like that's how I did the manuals. So I, I would, every job I had, I would do a manual for my process because in some ways, I may not work for these people forever. And if someone's going to replace me, I don't want to put them in the same position I was in when I took the job. And I had to teach myself how to do everything on my own because maybe the person that was teaching me didn't know what they were doing. Like they didn't, they weren't a good educator. Right. Because I mean, no one's a good educator unless you go to school for it. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler boy. (laughs) <laughs> Those two are maniacs. Uh, it's the ports yeah, in them. It's it's not the Irish.
1: No. <laughs> I, I did this. I, I did the same thing for for our stuff. Um, at your current job. Yeah. So what I did is I did a screenshot of the process, or or say one of our forms or whatnot. Sure. Making work orders or, or whatever it was I was doing, and then I would uh, have something written at the bottom. You know, basically saying, you know, you have to fill in this with, you know, with this information or the next one with this information or, and if there was something that was defaulted, I would just say, you know, leave the default. Um, and then I would have, you know, five or six pages and I'd put it together and go, okay, well, this is, this is the manual for this procedure. Um, it's not just words, because words, you would have to have the actual computer in front of you with the screen so you can see what it is they're talking about. But once you have the picture there, you can actually relate it. So once you relate it, the words to the picture, bang, there you go. It makes more sense. Textbooks. I'm sure pictures are few and far between depending on, you know, on what it is. And it's all theory. And it's like, Oh my God, I, I honestly don't think I, I could have,
0: done five or seven years <laughs> let's provide a historical context on the diode <laughs> or whatever <laughs> you know like, yeah we'll, we'll we'll give you the history and like yeah don't care about the history i just need to
1: know how it works because this is what i'm doing and this is why i need it it's like music i i've never i've never done music theory i i don't know anything about music theory yeah. I, i've got I, this circle I, of fifths i look at and I stare at it, and I go, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and then I've and I've looked at different things, but, saying, "Oh, easy steps to learn." But here's this, the thing: that- if
0: you're reading about music theory or being shown music theory, two different things. When I was shown music theory, I was shown music theory. I was shown how it worked. Yeah, see, I, I so was for like, me that. that's why I retained it. But right. when I was teaching myself drums, like the first time I learned how to read music was, I had that Karma uh, piece or a PC. Uh, drum training book uh and it came with one of those little floppy records right the floppy records like in mad magazine they had one of those in it guitar player magazine or guitar player yeah the, yeah guitar player magazine used to do that so you put you put on the on the record and then uh I, I we had that old remember that old stereo we used to have we had the record player and had put two cassette decks on it or one oh the lloyd's unit yeah like piece of crap yeah, yeah. I converted the whole thing over to cassette oh, because I couldn't bring a record player next to my drum kit and practice because every time you'd hit the bass drum, the needle would skip, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The technology wasn't. Yeah. But I I taught myself now I'm pretty good with theory. I'm able to go through the theory and figure it out and kind of turn it, turn it around into practical theory as opposed mm-hmm. to just book theory. So I was able to do it, but it took me forever to learn how to read music using the drum method. And drum music's the easiest to read because one line is the bass drum, one line is the snare drum, one line is the hi-hat, one line is the the ride cymbal, and then everything else is like toms or whatever. So each line's a different one, so it's easier to read, but it took me forever to learn how to do it. But then when I was taking my singing when I was taking singing lessons and the teacher she was like showing me where everything was and explaining how everything was and explaining uh, meter and you know time and, and that and she's literally showing me okay well this is this and then she goes like on the piano okay right. that's allegro or this is you know like she she taught me that way and I retained it because she showed me it wasn't just read it in the book and this is you know, like literally there was an, uh, an example in person of each right. thing. And I'm like, oh my God, if I had learned drums, if I had learned how to do drums this way, like I would have got it all in, you know, in a month. Yeah. You know,
1: but. I regret not taking music lessons when I was younger, but mind you, we lived in the boonies, so there wouldn't have, you know, there was no really, really way of getting there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if Keith Kessinger does music lessons. He teaches music theory well resume i I may have to (laughs) i wonder keith i don't know if you're listening but send us your rates (laughs) but um like so you went so you went to red river for a little bit you said yep which i kind of forgot about that actually but yeah Yeah. I, i took some computer courses oh um Expl- maybe explain to the listeners what Red River is. We know what it is, but uh, it's, Red River, it's a river in Manitoba. Red, Red River Community College. Yeah. So it's a college. Yeah. Now, I went to University of Manitoba, which is right. a university, and there's a difference. Yes. Yes. It's, um.
1: yeah, I mean, Red River is more, I mean, you still learn from books, but I think the teaching is a little different. Mind you, I've never gone to university, so I don't don't know how they do their teaching. It's like, open up your, you know, open up your phone book at page, you know, 18 and read chapter two and three. It's like, okay, okay. I've read both chapters. Uh, There's a bunch of words. Mm. I think I got the gist. I probably didn't. But, you know, (laughs) Uh, whereas um, I think while Red River, when they were showing you stuff, I mean, it was in the book, but you'd read it. And then they would show you how to do it while you're doing it. Yeah. So it, the the learning was visual, and for me, I'm i I'm a visual learner, uh, and guys being visual, I'm you know I'm right up that alley. You know, you want to show me something, you know, I, I can do it from that,
0: um, no problem. But. Um. So i i took I took a couple of classes at Red River Community College. Mm-hmm. And I spent multiple years in university in Montreal and also in Manitoba. And I mean, I maybe I don't have as, as extensive a knowledge of Red River as you would, or Sylvie, because Sylvie took a whole bunch of business courses there. Mm-hmm. But I will agree, everything you're learning is more practical, they're showing everything in practice. So it was like uh, I took an editing class <clears throat> at Red River, and they literally showed, like, I mean, it was all distance learning, but. The examples, the way the books are written, the way everything is laid out, the way their assignments are written, it's very – you're visual. You're seeing, you're seeing it in action as opposed to being told what it is. It's, it's, very, it's very well done while university was all some guy droning on. You can't follow him because um, to be a professor, I don't think you have to be a good teacher. I think you just have to know your stuff well but it doesn't necessarily translate to being a good teacher. Like there are some good teachers, but you need a teaching degree to go teach in a high school, but you don't, I don't think you need a teaching degree to teach in university, which is mm. interesting.
1: Yes, very interesting.
0: So the people teaching you might not be good at teaching. They know their subject inside and out and you can ask them questions and they can answer it, but they may not have techniques. I mean, If you do something long enough, you get good at it, good at it after a while. But if you're going to go teach in a high school, you have to have that degree. But if you're a genius, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a good teacher. No.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I had, I had a history teacher. I had two of them and one was bouncing all over the place. Yep. All kinds of energy. The other one would just stand in one spot, talk monoton- monotonously, um, and after a while, it was just like it was just like church all over again. Okay, uh, we go to wow. church. <laughs>
0: we go to I, church. You're gonna write that down. That's gonna be a t-shirt, <laughs> just like church all over again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just like church. Uh, so you'd you'd sit there in the pew, and 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 he'd be talking, and he'd be saying the same story year after year after year because he reads from the same book, right? Yeah. So after a while you start looking at him and it's almost like a, and it's, it's, it's not a a religious thing, but it was almost like a halo was around him. Everything was fuzzy around his, his head or or his body and everything. And you just kind of looked at him and you just kind of focused and then you just kind of almost zone out. Yeah. And it was the same thing in school in history and they had these stupid seats. Right. So there's seats that you can kind of lean back a bit. Of course, if you lean back, I mean you're comfortable and now you're yeah. you're you're watching the teacher and he's talking and he's droning on and all of a sudden everything just kind of gets fuzzy around him, right? Yeah. And I see him, but everything else is just kind of faded away. And and,
0: and you're not talking like the at the sex afterglow look. No, no, no,
1: <laughs> no, no, not even close. Yeah. And, uh, and they're good teachers. They just had different ways of teaching. But the one, and and I've and any courses I've taken and whatnot, uh, you know, through work, uh, they'll, they'll bounce around because they know. Like, if, if you stay in one spot too long, you're going to lose people because yeah. they, they start to fade off or whatnot. And we start moving, then, you know, they have to physically track you. So all of a sudden now, you know, you're, you're getting their attention.
0: Wait, wait, hang on a second. So this relates directly to us seeing Eric Clapton in concert. He just um, stayed in one spot, just like you're saying, and he wasn't yeah. good with engaging the crowd. Yeah, it's actually, the same thing. Like I was falling, I wasn't falling asleep at the concert, but I was definitely getting bored. And Dad was bored too. He's like, "Like you're, you're a musician, you're a showman, but you ain't showing us nothing." Well, there was him, and was it Robert
1: Cray? I think was playing. Robert
0: Cray was fantastic, cause he actually moved around and. Yeah. If he was in one spot, he was kind of dancing around and a little bit of energy, you can see. But yeah, Clapton
1: was, well, I call him slow hand. He's just kind of, just seemed kind of lethargic on stage. But I don't know if that's because of the music he plays. He doesn't need to bounce around. Like he's not, his music isn't that type of music. And I don't think I've ever seen him bounce around a whole lot
0: when I've seen him on TV playing. So that's probably just his style. He doesn't even make, wasn't he really making fart faces, you know? Well, we were
1: quite a ways away, so we couldn't, I couldn't really, I mean, you you see these, you know, two or three inch people like in a distance and you can't, you can't even see them playing, let alone, you know, uh, make out what they're playing. Like just as guitar wise, like looking at it going, well, what is that? Is that, uh, usually plays a Strat. I'm assuming that's a Strat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but when you're when you're that far away and they don't have a jumbotron or at the time when we went because i think that was uh that that was pre-mts center wasn't it wasn't that in the old barn i think so yeah so they didn't have jumbotrons and all that stuff so it was what you what you see is what you get but mind you concerts they don't do a whole bunch of jumbotron stuff unless it's uh
0: it's right behind them yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah, so we, we,
0: we diverged from you telling us about the teacher standing there doing nothing, and I just thought that that was Eric Clapton live. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, whether it's
1: teacher, priest, whatever, just after a while, it, everything just kind of fades out around them, and and it's hard as hell to try and concentrate and remember what it is you're trying to say Be because to end. the 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 words are just as warbled as as the image around them. And I don't know, maybe unless that's just me, but that's interesting. I, I've never thought about the image like that, but it's true. But that's how my brain, it gets tired very easily when you're watching something not moving. Yeah. Once it stops moving, like I could sleep anywhere. Like if, you know, I could curl up in the corner here and fall asleep in probably 10 minutes, but that's my, that's, that's how my chemical makeup is. That's how my system works. So, um, for something to get really, really I'm called boring, I guess, you know, it kind of, you know, we kind of fade a little bit, but
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, so what about, so this is, so they covered this in, in rage rage where they said, what happens when you get the degree? Like what happens afterwards? So I actually didn't finish my degree. I was close, but I literally ran out of money. Mm-hmm. So what they were saying was, uni university uni in scotland your education is paid for you just go to university and it's paid for which in our country it's it's super easy to get a a student loan Um, i think in the states it's harder and it's more easy for you to pay for it yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's not as expensive in canada as as it is in the us and it's easier to get a student loan so you're not I mean, and I'm not saying it's cheap, but I mean, you could be several hundred grand in debt in the US and it wouldn't be quite as bad in Canada. I think I could be wrong. But anyway, the thing is, and and I I, I have a love-hate relationship with the university because I did what I was told and I went into something I wasn't interested in because that's what was expected of me. Um, dad did apologize afterwards.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: but I wanted to go into university and do something artistic because I was—I I don't know if you remember back then—I was drawing all the time. I was making my own comic books, like I yep. was doing the art, the writing, the inking, the color. I was doing everything, right? And that's what I wanted to do. And in and around that time, the there was a boom in the comic industry. So. If I, and dad and I had that chat where if I had gone into what I was interested in, the timing of it, I mean, I'm not saying it would have happened for sure, but the timing was that as a comic book writer, you could probably make some good coin and have a very, very decent, um, very decent career. Oh, apparently I'm almost out of battery. I never plugged into the wall. Just give me a second. Uh, if I had stayed, if, so that's the thing, like, I think university is, is good if you're taking what you want, but if you're going to take four years in a program that you're just making sure that you have a good plan for life, Mm -hmm. making sure that you're going into a career, you know, a career that's going to make you money and you can make a a living at versus doing something you're passionate about. Uh, I, I went the road of going into something I had no interest in whatsoever, Right. And um, I, I've talked about this before. I won't go into super detail, but what I will say, because I didn't get a student loan and I paid cash every year mm-hmm. and they kept raising the rates with no notice way more than the cost of living increase every year. And mm-hmm. um, even though I asked for raises from, cause I would work, I worked 30 hours a week. I went to school 30 hours a week or did school for 30 hours a week. I think it was like 30 hours a week, 20 hours a week of homework, or I can't remember what the ratio was, but it was, I was putting in an 80 hour week between work and school. And I took as many courses as I had money saved up. Right. So my first year I took a full curse course load. My second year I took almost a full course load as like a course load minus a class or something. Third year I had to take two classes less than I should have. Fourth year I had to only, I could only take half the classes I should have taken. Mm -hmm. So every year as the costs went up, I mean, yeah, I was getting a, a raise at my work, but the raise was, you know, 1.5%, 2%, 1.5%, 2%, whatever it was, but the cost of tuition was going up five to 10% every year. Right. Which I don't know how that can go up five to ten percent a year. Like if it, it should be cost of living. And I know these teachers need to make money, and I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But what I'm saying is it's not as affordable. So by the by the final year, I think I'd taken I was only taking two classes which is ridiculous. And, um, the following year the I think in that final year, there was a 10% increase again. And I'm like, okay, well at the, my last semester of school and keep in mind, mom and dad weren't living in the country and I didn't tell them any of this stuff because I was too proud to ask for money, mm-hmm. but I was eating every, I would have a big meal every other day because that's all they could afford with tuition and everything else. And, and it was at, and I went through all that and I had to drop out because I was offered a job and I used to go to the job, the job postings. Okay. When I graduate, let's see what, how much money I'm going to make. And I would, they would have uh there was a building and there was like this wall of all the jobs you could get based right. on whatever degree you were getting. So I'd look and I was in management and I'm looking at the degrees you can get and like, or looking at the jobs you can get with the degree. And I'm like, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's paying X amount of dollars. Okay. So then, you know, back then when you're in university and you're working, you know, a retail job or whatever, like you're paid hourly, you don't look at the yearly salary. So I see yearly salary. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. So then I break it out hourly, how much I'd be making. Right. And I'm like, okay, Oh, that's just above minimum wage. (laughs) <laughs> okay and then i look at another job posting well that one's a little better than well this one's above minimum wage too so all these postings were above minimum wage but not by much yeah then you go look
1: at, what's a bus driver make oh what what does a guy from their free press make that has like zero education oh really uh how much does a person working at cn you know it's, it's ridiculous i should have I should have done, like dad had mentioned, like, if you want to get into CN, you know, I'm sure you could, you know, Oh yeah. see if there was anything available and, you know, something I could pursue. And I figured I'm working for Boeing, Boeing aerospace. I figured they won't go out of business, you know, playing to the future. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. If, I guess if you're on the commercial side, but I was working on the military side, which was sold to Bristol and they had their own people. And it was like, oh, we don't need you anymore. See ya. So now it's like, okay, well now I got to start fresh. Like what happened? I had the world by the nuts and then the world turned around and gave me a swift kick. So I was like, that's why, this is why people, they say you need to have an education to, to, to fall back on. But what education do you want to fall back on though? When you're young um, and you say, like I said, I want to be a dentist. Okay. Well, things, things had changed after that. Maybe, you know, I was, I was thinking of becoming maybe a, 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 I mean, before that I wanted to go to university and, and do music. But there again, music was a lot of the, you know, reading and the theory and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? History. I, I want to play music yeah. for me. I want to play music for me. I want it to be fun. I don't want it to be, a you know, something that that I'm, I'm going to think of and, and just kind of go, do I want to do that? No, no, I'm doing it for me. So it's a little different. And a lot of people like going to university, they'll say, well, I want to do this. And then they go and they do it. Or they do some of it, and they go, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't what I thought it was, or that this isn't what I want to do. I want to do something different. So, I mean, you could have very well have, have done um, the thing with with your writing and comics, and I can see that point going. You know what? You you need. I mean, it's uh, job wise stable to be able to 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 have something nine to five or, or whatever, something stable, something stable, something that you're paying in retirement. Something, I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, and I know uh, that are, that are writers or or, or or stuff like that. And they're unemployed.
0: Like there's, there's nothing yeah, you sure. have to, yeah, that was his concern, right? Like
1: you have to, you know, you have to sell yourself constantly, constantly trying to, you know, to get to the next job. And, and if, and if that's your type of personality, great, but that's, that's sure as hell ain't mine.
0: No, <laughs> no I like something it, stable. It's, not it's not mine either. Um, I mean, I, I'm glad I went, but uh, I, I think the my whole thing with university was how fucking expensive it is, and how much you're paying. And 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 we're in Canada. We're not in the states. In the states, it's like, oh, I went to Harvard, so I'm going to pay hundred grand a year or whatever the hell it is, you know. And it's and.
1: Well, where I are they getting a hundred grand a year? Great, but if you're doing hundred grand a year, average five years, I mean, you're you're already half a million dollars in debt, with with before you even you know mm-hmm. leave the university. Now you have to pay that off, and of course, as soon as you step on university, you figure, well, I'm I'm going to get you know, I'm going to get a three hundred thousand dollar a year job, like right off the bat. As soon as I walk out the door, that's not usually
0: how it works. No. And like like I said, when I was looking at the job boards, like I ended up quitting university because I was starving, and I got a job offer, and it was the job offer was look, we're looking for someone with no experience. I said I'm totally qualified,
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally qualified.
0: <laughs> we're gonna train you from the ground up, and we're going to teach you everything. We don't want someone who has an education. We don't want someone who knows this who has a degree in this we want to teach someone the real way the practical way this is what I'm leading up to is yeah so I went into that job and the owner of the company and his and his manager both who had 30 years uh, industry experience in that that industry they're the ones that taught me how to do the job now I'm going to tell you the education within one year of working at that place was better than this than the seven years I was in university. It was on on point training. It was teaching how to do everything with with, with a practical side to it. And what I what I learned was I learned more in that first year in, in the industry. And I was also paid way more than I would have been paid with a degree. The yeah, degree was actually current.
1: That's sick.
0: It's sick. And now I'm not saying I made a crap ton of money. But my thought was if I had never gone to university, if I hadn't wasted seven years in university Mm -hmm. and I'd applied for this job because I could have applied for that job probably seven years prior or five years prior or four years prior, regardless. And I could have climbed up. I could have gone up the ladder. Right. But instead I just gave the university my money year after year with no guarantee of a job. While Red River College works differently. So that's a community college and that the education there is based on quote unquote trade jobs. It's more of a trade experience you're getting there. They're teaching you hands on. Uh, you can get your plumbing certificate from there. You can get your ele- uh, electrical certification through there. You can do those sorts of things. And those are the jobs that are kind of looked down on like, oh, that's, you know, it's not like being a doctor or being a lawyer or being an accountant. But you know what? Uh, I know plumbers and I know electricians. People have the red seal certification.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know a
0: lot of them are making a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. A and B, because they're not saving people's lives, because they're not uh, working 100 hour weeks uh, trying to try a case or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: their quality of life is better. So, Maybe they're making less money than a lawyer or a doctor might, but they also have less stress. Um, it's it's a better job. I mean, our old drummer Oli, he was an electrician, certified electrician. Mm-hmm. He made he made a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah, as long as you know, as long as there's construction jobs and as long as there are jobs out there. But uh right now, there might be a kind of a a, a hold back on that. See, it, trades like that. If you're in a, a position like, say, at the hospital, you don't have to go lo- out looking for work. I mean, you've got, uh, say, if you're an electrician, for example, I mean, you work, you know, eight-hour day, you go home, you want to do side work, hey, go right ahead. You want to have a side business, go right ahead. But it's up to you. That's 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 totally up to you. I know some guys that, you know, once they leave, that's it. They don't want to, that's it. They don't, they're not doing any more plumbing electrical or any of that stuff that's you know what they they, they don't want to bother with it. Uh, some of the younger guys a little more ambitious they you know they want to have the new this new that and everything in between then they'll put the hours in and you know they'll they'll do that but i mean that's like i said that's their choice if you're a doctor if you're a lawyer you're pretty much a slave to to your, i mean and not just the hours i mean the more hours you work then you have the family issue well what happens with the family like you're not spending as much time with them so i mean sure the money's there but now the relationship isn't you know it kind of suffers but it, it depends on depends on the person it depends on what it is you know how many hours you're working or if it's is if it's by choice or if it's by design for whatever you know whatever you're
0: it seems like like there's a perspective though that if you are doing plumbing or you know wiring a house it's not as prestigious as being an accountant or or whatever and to me i look at it the opposite way the accountant he's counting money right doctor now you know that's different you're saving lives that's really fucking important dentist it's really fucking important but it's just as important as wiring a house and making sure there's electricity and making sure that you're doing it in such a way that the house isn't going to burn down, you know, like they're both respectable jobs and they both pay well, but it's almost like one is, one is held higher than the other. Yeah. I mean, the book,
1: the book smarts, the doctor, for example, you know, you went to university book smarts, you know, he can, uh, he can fix the shit out of your body. Right. Yeah. Not, Not a problem, but you put him in a house. Um, I, something's leaking. I, I don't know. I got to call a plumber. I don't know
0: what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Everybody has so, to call a plumber. Well, <laughs> everybody and, has and, to call an electrician at some point. And
1: the tradesmen are usually, they're not just a trade, whether you're a plumber, or electrician, carpenter, or whatever. You have that drive to say, how does this work? Let me, you know, figure it out, put it together. This is the end result. You've got something at the end to be proud of. Uh, when those people go at home, something breaks at home, they don't call someone else to come in and do it. They do it themselves.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you're on, on that end.
1: I mean, these professionals, like some of these doctors, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're book smart. But, you know, some people call and they say, you know, this, this isn't working. And they go over there and they flick the switch. Like, did you not think of that first before calling us? (laughs) Like some of these, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I guess you have a unique perspective because you're actually
0: dealing with the book smart people.
1: Well, I don't deal with them directly. Um, Usually the main desks for the, for the different wards and stuff. Sure. I mean, they'll call for whatever reason um sometimes you got to shake your head on, on some of the things that they call about it's like do you not have a home like could you not do like what would you do at home if this happened at home what would you do you know something simple but no you got to get somebody that's get paid 25 35 an hour to come out and go uh okay it was just this <laughs> so yeah <laughs> So, I mean, you'll even ask them, you'll say, uh, you know, when you want to try this or you want to try that or the power bar trip and you want to just try the reset button on the power bar instead of trying to go into the panel and see if, Oh, I don't know. I can't see. And I don't want to that. Okay. Well, fine. We'll we'll send someone out
0: to flick your switch for you. I, I think the other difference with trades and and book, book smart, book, book smart stuff mm-hmm. is that red river, they have a, a ratio of jobs. To classes or sorry, to certifications that are available. So, if you go to Red River, your chances of getting a job are much higher than if you go to the University of Manitoba, because they'll put you in a work program, right? So you might be in your fi- your final year of Red River, and they're going to put you in a work program that's going to get you hooked up to a company to work for while you're in school. Why would they do? May or may not hire you after. Why wouldn't they do it at university? I don't know why. Well, they do it. I think they do it with, an in, with engineering a little bit. Because engineering, I think, kind of is a little bit different than everything else. But I mean, when I was in management. There was no way I was going to get on-the-job training in management. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, it's like, you're charging so much for management, but what am I getting? So at the end, it's like, you have to go to that building with all the jobs posted. I mean, now it's electronic, but back then, you know, it was a combination. But I have to go hustle for my own job. I have to go find my own job while at, you know, at college, they're like, they're almost placing you in a job. Like, I don't understand why the college looks after you and the university is like, oh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to get our hands dirty. You know, like, is that whole.
1: Well, then it's, it's that's that's flawed. There's more people required that require
0: hands on. But it was also harder to get into Red River, too, which is interesting. Anybody can get into university. I got in. I didn't have a good. I had good grades up to grade 10 and then grade 11, grade 12. I just I fucked up a lot and I didn't have good grades going in. And it's like, oh, okay. well, I can get into university. but I can't because I think I tried to get into Red River, but I couldn't. Hmm. But it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I, I I think there's like a dichotomy there. There's there's something that's wrong with the way the universities work versus the college. And I don't know if that's just our province or if it's different in other provinces, maybe it's more elite trade colleges are more elite in other places, but I'm not a fan of the universities here, honestly, because I didn't feel like I got any hands on anything there. And then when I'm done, I quit I get a better job than than they than they would have given me. because They wouldn't have given me anything, and I, I just felt like they're they're just taking your money. You almost have to find something that's your passion. Yeah, then you because have no more drive. If you, like if you no like, drive, I didn't care, right?
1: Right, but if that was something, say you were an, you wanted to be a, a manager, an accountant, or whatever, and you wanted to. You know, that's your thing. You're really good with this and and this is what you want. You go and you do it. It, You know, it doesn't matter whether it pays, you know, six figures or whatever. As long as you can, you know, live, you know, fairly
0: comfortably. And it's something you like to do. Yeah, then that's fine. To me, that's success. Making big money is not success. We talked about this before in a previous episode. It's not the big money. It's being comfortable enough and enjoying your job.
1: Right you don't want to be having strength.
0: family and all like those are the successes, but I make, uh, I make 300 grand a year. Are you in love with your wife? Well, no. Do you have children?
1: <laughs> I'm on my yes, third, but, but, <laughs> yeah, but they're with
0: my first wife, you know, like that, that's, you know, it's not about money. I'm, I'm, I, I consider myself incredibly successful in life and it's because I have a wife that I just adore the crap out of love my kids i got a great brother great mom i mean dad's not around but i mean we had great years with him my in-laws are great um D- donda like she's like rock star like you you got your two kids like you're and you got a grandkid like
1: oh yeah those are those are the I'm,
0: biggest successes
1: that's 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 the best part of life yeah yeah
0: yeah oh i i, I hear you 100 no, you had to trade all that stuff and you could make five hundred grand a year, would you? No, but you have none of that stuff.
1: No, no. I mean, you can have a job. Like at the end of the day, and and a lot of people say this, and our and our family is like that. Uh, I know, I know. Especially Peter, uh, Ronnie, like all all our aunts and uncles. Family is kind of the thing, right? Oh, in yeah. in the end, family is what matters. If if they put you on a boat by yourself or in a room or, or whatever and says, okay, well, this is your job. Okay. So you, you've got this, you get this great job, but you're not going to have anything else. I mean, so what is your life? What is your life? Like, what does it mean to you? Is it your job? Yeah. Like, is that, is that what you live People for? Is your job? Your job. It's, it's your family. I mean, yeah. families. And, and you know what, when you're young, you don't realize it. No. And a
0: lot of times drilled into you, you have to have a great career and everything else will follow. Doesn't necessarily work that way. A great career. The definition of a great career is not, it's not what I thought it was when I went into university. It was not at all. It was completely different than what I thought when I went into university. And the other thing that's drilled into, you and it wasn't, it wasn't just dad drilling it into me, but it was, everyone around is like, oh, you're in university and you're talking to all these other students and you're talking to these teachers. And, and especially in university, it's like you have to be at the top of the class because only the top of the class get anywhere. And you, you're you not going to be successful unless you're making, you know, 200 grand a year. You're not going to be, you know, like you have to be the best of the best. And then I'm like, but I'm not the best of the best right now. I'm, I'm good at my job. I'm pretty damn good at my job. And I know there's a lot of people that are not good at their jobs at all and they've been working their entire working lives and they're making money and they're making enough to support their family and their kids and, and they're not really good at their job and they don't stress about their job. They do their job. They do their eight hours. They come home and then they forget about work and they spend all their time with their family. So it's like, they're not the best of the best and you don't need to be the best at something to be successful in life you don't need to be the best to enjoy life i'm not telling you this that we should all slack but <laughs> and maybe that's what it sounds like but it's not we're not a failure if we're not the the top of the class and that was the big life lesson i learned um through university was it a lot of its bs it's like They're feeding you this line and they're pushing you to work really hard. And then if you work really hard and you're the top of your class, and then you get out of university and you get that job that's so hard to get. And, you know, you had many sleepless nights thinking of what you're going to say in the interview. And then you get that job and you got that job and you get that really high paying job. And now you're working 80 hours a week. And now you have to work even harder. It was hard in school, but now you're working harder because you're in this job and you don't want to lose the job and you don't want to make any mistakes. And then you're tired all the time and you're working all the time and you're giving up your weekends and God damn it, I'm successful. No. Mm-hmm. Yay. Complete failure. <laughs> you're a complete failure. Really? Cause oh, you, gosh. and then you have a heart attack at age 45 cause you work too hard. I mean, it's okay, not well, bad to work hard, but most people, the expectation and especially what was fed in me in university is you have to work to the point beyond your endurance all the time. And then you can worry about retiring later, but all those people have heart attacks, you know, with the stress and, and keeping up that, you know, that whole facade. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you're always told like the harder, the harder you work, they'll notice, and then you'll get rewarded. Mm -mm. That (laughs) may have been the case at one point. Yep. Sure. Uh, I, of course I work, I work at the hospital and uh, I'm in the union. So when you're in the union, it doesn't matter how, how much you put in, um, say you want to put, you know, you're putting the extra effort in because you want to show them that you're, uh, you want to call it, you want to work, you want to work hard uh, but you're not going to be rewarded for it. So whether you're working hard, working your ass off, trying to get stuff done, you're trying to be productive. And the next person, you know, slacks off, nothing's going on. They're just complete idiots. Uh, they get paid the exact same you do. There's no raises involved. It, it's got nothing to do with how hard you work. It's all incremented in your position to say, Oh, you're in union. You start off at this scale, you end at this scale and that's it. There's no, I mean, once your probation is, is done, it's, it's almost like the accountability is is like, well, what do you do? Okay. Well, the person's not pulling their weight and you can talk to them until you're blue in the face, but that's all you can do. You can't, you can't, it's not like the non-union people where you could just fire them and say, you know what? you got to pull your weight or we got to let you go. Like there, there's no ends this or, or buts about it. And when you're saying university, you can have a degree. And like you're saying, you can, you can just get a mediocre job because they're only paying you so much and compared to, you know, what value you're getting for that amount of money that you have paid over the years. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's nothing there, but of course, they're not going to tell you that. Cause now the teacher that's teaching the class would be out of a job. The university's got less money coming in from the they're not they're not gonna shoot themselves in the foot. No, no. Yeah. And then you can find a job at, you know, MTS or, or wherever, anywhere else. Um, you can work for the city, you can make, you know, some good some good money there, depending on on, on what you're doing. It's 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 not it's not black and white. Well, it's I'm not-
0: so I'm I'm curious. Rage Rage, if you guys are listening, I'm curious. University over there. i I was fascinated with the differences that they were talking about on their show, but does, are there a certain amount of uh, openings in the university for engineering, for dentistry, for whatever, based on the needs of the economy? Like there are certain countries in Europe that uh, I can't remember the one, like Switzerland, Sweden, Norway. I think those three, maybe some other ones, maybe Germany, I think could be wrong, but there's, there's some of the countries uh, in the Euro- European union that the way it works is look in four years from now, we're going to need uh, 200 engineers. Or, you know, there's a bunch that are going to be retiring. Uh, we have projects that are planned through, you know, through the budgets that we're, we're going to need to build these bridges. We're going to need to build these buildings and we're going to need about 50 engineers, in, five, in in 5 years we're going to need about 50 engineers around and the university has 50 positions in engineering to meet that demand and then it's the same thing for if you're going into dentistry or if you are a doctor or so the they 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 gauge what they need in in their country and what's in university reflects the amount of openings in the university reflects exactly what they need, and your university is paid for anyway, so they're not going to put you in a position where they can't give you a job when you get out. That's the idea is you know we we're you, this is paid for by the state or by the country, and we take you into school, and we give you the education you need, and then you go get that job. You'll get a job when you get out because we knew there was that we predicted there was going to be that many jobs. And I mean, sure. Maybe some of them don't get a job right away, but it, it's, it's guided that way in university. It's like, bring them in, bring as many students in as you can. Oh, I can't teach that many students. Oh, it's okay. I'll record my session in my class today and you can watch a recorded session of, of class. So you don't actually get a real teacher. You get a virtual teacher <laughs> on a recording that you can't ask questions to. You know, I'm yeah. still going to charge you the same price for, for tuition because tuition is tuition. It's, it's, it's installed. That's the way it is. So then, so then what, like, they just want more students because they need to generate revenue and that's all they care about while at Red River college and places like that. And in those European countries that are doing it that way, they're like, we're making sure we have enough engineers, doctors, dentists, veterinarians, we're we're meeting the demands of what our country needs, and right. that's what we're opening our education open for.
1: Not just flooding the market with, well, we need more of this, so everybody takes that. Now there's an overabundance; no one can find a job. Yep. And how you're talking, is the, like, how is that productive? It's it's not like you're saying it's it's almost like a YouTube university degree. Yep. Like they're not even there to teach; they just read out of a book. Read this chapter. This I'll give you a test. Uh, yeah. Where's it? There's no hands on. It's all memory
0: retention. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say the, the best training I got was that on the job training, but then also later when I'm in a job and I'm doing the job, the, my work, the, the good places I worked at, they're like, Hey, you know, you can take classes to do your job better. Right. And we'll pay for it. So you're actually in the position and you're taking classes related to your position for a job you already have. And they're paying for it and they're paying for it. And it might, it's going to help you climb, climb up the, the ladder at yeah. this company. They're investing. That's in you. To, that's more relevant education than university education, at least in our province. And I think that's a good place to end it off. Hockey games up at the start in a couple of minutes. Sweet. So real quick, <laughs> Sean geek podcast. Look it up on uh, everywhere, on all the social medias, uh, on all your podcast players. That's where you can find it. Uh, you can go to seanmginnady.ca. You can yes. order t-shirts, bags, totes, masks, um, anything. Underwear, perhaps. Oh. I have to have have some slogans on underwear. With this bald head <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, you can also listen to our music there. You can uh, donate on Patreon, become a Patreon, a regular monthly subscriber. That means you get all of these shows when they're done, not on release date, but before release date. You can buy us a coffee through buymeacoffee.com forward slash SeanGeekPodcast. Um, you can hear music. Todd's Tech Talk's on there. Todd's Twitter's on there now. Um, you got anything else to say, bro? That's SeanMcGinnity.ca. S O E A N M
1: C G I N I T Y. There you go, Jarrett. That one's for you.
0: Yeah. All right. Go enjoy the game. I'm gonna go play some video games. All right. All right. <laughs> Talk later, to you later, bro. Alrighty. Bye.